Welcome to your found family podcast where we don't just have a heart to heart, we connect soul to soul. I'm your host, Lizzie, a certified coaching practitioner who found family outside of blood family. In our found family, you are accepted and assured that you are not alone. Subscribe and tune in for educational and empowering soul chats with women from all over the world, talking about well-being, personal growth and development, and mental and emotional health. Welcome back to another episode of Found Family. Today I want to talk to you guys about intrusive thoughts. I had a very interesting conversation, a soul chat with my boyfriend. And we were watching The Matrix, which is an amazing movie. I can't believe I went all this time without ever having seen the movie, but I watched all three of them. And truthfully, the story of Neo and just the plot like really resonated with me. And I was pleasantly surprised to see how much like my story related to him and how just like powerful the messages were in the movie. So after the movie ended, him and I just had like a conversation about panic attacks, about compulsions, about rumination, about intrusive thoughts. And I've been as open as I can be with him about the things that I struggle with every day. And a question occurred to me to ask to him that I never really like thought to ask anyone else before. So obviously this podcast is, you know, by someone with mental health for people with mental health struggles. And it's incredibly powerful to share my story, to hear other people's stories and to talk about ways that we as sufferers overcome the demons in our minds and like how we go over things, get, get, um, through things. But what I was really interested to hear, I was like, you know what? My boyfriend does not suffer from OCD. And I said to him, do you ever experience thoughts where if you, for example, like leave the door um, or like you leave to go to work, right? And you have your keys, you turn around, you lock the door. Do you ever get a sense of like utter panic that you didn't lock the door? Like, is there ever this fear that just strikes you that gives you this like, oh my God, I need to go back. And he was like, yeah, I mean, to be honest, like sometimes I think about that. Sometimes I think about like, oh my God, I forgot to, you know, lock the door. Let me go back and check. But typically, if I'm already in the elevator and get the thought like, oh, shit, did I lock the door? He's like, I trust myself enough to know that I locked it. He's like, I just know that I wouldn't not lock the door. So there was this level of like trust and belief that he had in himself that he locked the door. And he was like, so I just have the thought. I think it. And then I let it pass me and I I just trust and believe that like I locked the door and I forget about it. And I was like, oh my God. So to think, and I never realized this before, but it was just such a simple answer that resonated with me so much that I was like, holy shit, I have to like tell this to everybody. And this is like not, it's not a new concept. It's not a revelation, but it was to me. 
So basically what he told me then was that he does not ruminate seeking assurance, you know, having to feel this need of like, oh my God, you know, do you think that I close the door? Oh my God, what if I didn't close the door? Holy shit, do you think I close it? Oh my God, what if I didn't close it? Is that gonna be a bad thing? What's gonna happen? I mean, right, like that's where my mind goes. And the door is just like one example. There are so many other things that I spend hours and hours and hours asking myself the same question. And for him, he was like, yeah, I'll ask myself the question and then I'll stop thinking about it because I just know that I probably locked it, that I most likely locked it. So this really, again, like just struck me in my core. And it goes back to what my therapist told me about the word power and how when we as sufferers of obsessive compulsive disorder give the power to these thoughts. We're literally fueling the fire. I mean, the best illustration, you know, is is fanning a fire. It's like, imagine if we were all sitting at a campfire and we were looking to go back inside, but we needed the fire to, you know, die down or whatever before we went inside or we needed to wait to take, you know turn the thing off, turn turn the fire off, wait for it to die down, extinguish it, whatever. And everyone that was around the fire, every single thought that they had before going inside was them lighting another match and throwing it in or putting another log in the middle. The fire would be massive. None of us would be able to go inside. You wouldn't be able to like do much because you would have to tend to the fire And then it would get to a point where it would probably get so big that it would probably catch other things on fire. And that's what we do when we experience panic because it's like we don't have a sense of assurance. It's like we're doubting ourselves. So it sounds, it sounded to me from that example that he shared with me that, again, as my therapist said and as, I'm sharing right now, it's like, just remove the power that you're feeding to your thoughts. And rather than doubting yourself so much and questioning yourself and second guessing, like all of these things, they all fall under the same umbrella. And that is self-doubt. And there's another episode where Sam and I chatted about overcoming doubt which is super powerful. If you hadn't had a chance to listen to it, I definitely want to encourage you to go listen to that podcast episode. But now, as I'm hearing this message again through a different set of eyes, through a different voice, it just spoke to me. It it spoke volumes to me. And... I just wanted to share this with you guys. I really want us all to challenge ourselves to believe in ourselves more, to give ourselves more credit, and to love ourselves for just being human. I think that especially as, you know, sufferers of OCD, struggling with perfectionism, these are all things that show a sign of not feeling validated or worthy 
or good enough at something, smart enough at something, you know, pretty enough, skinny enough, that word enough, there's just never enough. And the second that you light the match in your mind, whether it's because of religion, because of eating, because of a relationship, whatever it is, right? Because there are so many subsets of OCD, scrupulosity, emotophobia, ROCD, harm OCD. They're all, they're all part of obsessive compulsive disorder. And I am now, because of that conversation with my boyfriend, challenging my own thoughts in a new way, in a way that makes me feel more at peace. Like I'm sitting here recording this episode right now and I have quiet in my mind. I have not had an intrusive thought all day. I have not ruminated. I have not experienced compulsions. I'm literally sitting here happy. (laughs) I have been like giddy. Today was a great day. The sun came out. I like heard some really great news about something like just totally vibing with the universe. I had an amazing conversation with like a good friend yesterday. Like universe is just vibing like everything. Chakras are opened and aligned. Like everything is so exciting and great. And this is when this by the time this episode airs, it's like maybe three days, let's say. Uh, Is it two or three? I can't remember. Maybe it's like two or three days after this conversation with my boyfriend. And I really feel like he just challenged me in the simplest way possible. It's not easy to shift your mindset like this, but it's definitely possible. So this is going to be a much quicker check-in episode to just share this revelation with you guys. I hope it speaks volumes to you as it did to me because... I'm shook like <laughs> I, I that's the best like word I can use is just say that I'm like I'm just shook it's such a simple concept but it's not easy so do something today that makes you happy that you love even if you just like take a deep breath in let's do it right now actually ready we're gonna take a deep breath exhale Just like sit with that for a second. Like, did you just feel the tightening in your chest loosen? Maybe that weird pain in your stomach feel just a little bit more bearable, you know, like tighter, that the tightness kind of left? Did you feel your throat opening up? Pay attention to those sensations in your body and remind yourself you are safe your panic attacks cannot hurt you you're safe and give yourself time be patient with yourself as well and and certainly be kind to yourself that if you are experiencing some type of panic and you're not able to calm yourself down, it's okay. There's always in an hour from now where you can try again. There's always tomorrow where you can try again. It's definitely going to take practice and time. I'm going to continue implementing this into my daily meditation and just like self-love 
and self-awareness practices, but I really just like want to challenge all of us to see ourselves with more love and compassion and trust ourselves more and just see what happens. We might be pleasantly surprised that we will feel less panic. So give that a try. Reach out to me on Twitter or my blog. Let me know what this exercise did for you, how it made you feel. If you want more of these, I would love your feedback. And I hope that you just feel a sense of peace and love and comfort. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this week's episode. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and tune in next week for a new topic. To help spread the good vibes, please share this episode with friends and family, or if you share on social, be sure to tag me at Coach Lizzie.